0: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, March 29th, 2021. COVID cases are on the rise yet again, but President Biden announces some very good news on vaccines. We'll discuss that, plus the latest on the fight over voting rights in Georgia and just how tough this law is to defend. And finally, opening arguments in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, a trial that could ignite a political firestorm. Some very good news and some very concerning news as it relates to coronavirus in the United States. Rising COVID cases across the country right now, and in some key states that have experienced these kinds of surges in the past, all raising the question if the country is about to go through another awful surge. This as President Biden announces more good news on vaccinations. Today, the president announced that 90% of adult Americans will be eligible to receive the vaccine within the next three weeks, well ahead of schedule. It's news like that that contributes to Joe Biden's very good poll numbers On this issue of dealing with the pandemic, a brand new ABC News Ipsos poll out over the weekend shows him at 72 percent approval for handling of the pandemic, 75 percent approval of handling of vaccinations. We don't see that kind of consensus in American politics much at all. But Joe Biden on issue number one is really hitting it out of the park. However, his own CDC director, Dr. Walensky today, in their COVID briefing expressed real concern about what may be coming. I'm gonna lose the script, and I'm gonna reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are, and so much reason for hope, but right now I'm scared. So I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director, and not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. And all of this COVID news comes after this explosive new documentary by CNN's Dr. Sanjay Gupta talking to the doctors who were in charge of the U.S. response to coronavirus as the virus was taking hold in America. And in that special on CNN, Dr. Deborah Burks clearly states that many of the deaths— that we've experienced in this country could have been avoided. Look at it this way. The first time we have an excuse, there were about 100,000 deaths that came from that original surge. All of the rest of them, in my mind, could have been mitigated or decreased substantially if we took the lessons we had learned from that moment. So yes, President Biden is getting high marks for his handling of the pandemic thus far. But White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked today very specifically if President Biden is concerned enough about a new surge that he's getting in touch with various governors in various states and asking them to slow down any reopening. There was no commitment from the White House that the president was willing to do that just yet. Now, here's what else matters today. The voting rights fight that's escalating in Georgia. You saw the Republican governor there signed a restrictive new law last week. And over the weekend, Georgia Democrats really started ratcheting up the political pressure. Here's what newly elected Georgia Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock told CNN's Dana Bash over the weekend when asked if Democrats should focus both on infrastructure and voting rights simultaneously. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We've got to work on the infrastructure of our country, our roads and our bridges. And we've got to work on the infrastructure of our democracy. But we know which of those priorities President Biden is putting front and center. That's infrastructure. That's next up on his agenda. And voting rights legislation seems pretty stymied right now in the United States Senate, given the simple math. They don't have the votes to pass it. Meanwhile, take a listen to Georgia's Republican Lieutenant Governor, trying to defend the legislation on CNN this morning, legislation he agrees with certain parts of, but doesn't agree with others. This is a guy, Jeff Duncan, who was not at all a subscriber to Donald Trump's big lie in Georgia, and yet doesn't want to completely distance himself from the new law. we got folks on the far right that are trying to claim this as some sort of calculated response to the great hoax that played out for 10 weeks. And you got folks on the left that are claiming this to be some great, you know, overreach of voter suppression. In the current political environment where Republicans across the country still make sort of fealty to Donald Trump and the big lie about the election a real litmus test inside the party, you can see what a difficult position some Republicans, like Jeff Duncan, find themselves in in this moment. And finally today... This was the first day in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer who killed George Floyd last May. As you no doubt recall, Chauvin kneeled on Floyd's neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. And outside the courthouse today, the Floyd family, along with their attorneys and the Reverend Al Sharpton and others, they all kneeled for that exact amount of time before entering court. Now, obviously... The presidency changed hands from Donald Trump to Joe Biden, and the Senate changed hands from Republicans to Democrats since Floyd's death last year. But we have not seen any big legislative progress in terms of dealing with policing. Though, Press Secretary Jen Psaki noted today that the George Floyd Act is a priority for this administration. And she also noted that Joe Biden is very closely watching this trial, as he suspects many Americans are. And Psaki reminded us as well that Biden had a a pretty substantial response to Floyd's death and the protests in the aftermath that really has created an environment in this administration where addressing racial inequities is sort of center to almost every piece of policy they're working on. That's it for today's Political Briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over thirty-seven thousand companies have already made the move to Netsuite. Backed by popular demand, Netsuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com/briefing. netsuite.com/briefing.